1 Samuel chapter 30. And I've, I've read this often. I'm just going to take a second through the scripture and, and just kind of read this to you. And you've heard this scripture often and we've, we've talked about it. This is obviously a scripture oftentimes that, that, that comes up. David and his men, they came to Ziklag on the third day and the Amalekites had invaded the south and Ziklag attacked Ziglag and burned it with fire and had taken captive the women and those who did not kill I'm, I'm sorry, the women and, and those who were there from small to great. Here's a very important scripture that you need to get this phrase. They did not kill anyone, but carried them away and went their way. And I'm just going to, we're going to walk through this just for a moment, but what I want you to get right now is that what you've lost is not gone. It's important for you to get some of these things out of this, this, this story. This, this is to apply to us is that what's been taken from you is not gone. It's just not there right now. It's not gone. It's not, can I just help you just believe it just for a moment? It's not gone. David, it's not gone. We've talked recently about some moves back the truth. And let me tell you right now, it looked as if the, the enemy had burnt some things up and had taken things and you thought they were gone. But I, David can testify right now that it, it's, the devil didn't kill anything. They just carried them away. Is that all right? It's not gone. Here's, here's an important thing for you to get right now is that David and his men came to the city, and there it was, burned with fire, and their wives and their sons and their daughters had been taken captive. And David and the people who were there with him lifted up their voices and wept and, until they had no more power to weep. And David's two wives, Ahinoam and uh, the Jezreelitess, and Abigail, the widow of, of Nabal, Carmelite, had been taken captive. And, and David was greatly distressed, for the people spoke of stoning him. Because the soul of all the people was grieved, every man for his sons and his daughters. David, in this moment, looking around, obviously, again, a very familiar text, but the setting I want you to get. I don't want you to read the black and white. I want you to get the feeling of everything gone, everyone looking at you, saying, what now? And some are already talking. He sees the people in the back starting to gather stones up. He sees the ones in the front saying, I... I trusted you and I followed you and we were doing all we could. And you see all of a sudden people start kind of getting sides chosen. They're going here, they're going there. They're beginning to kind of a, 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 a assemble their own camps, if you, if you, if you can say it that way. And, and yet some are sitting there saying, we trust you, but I don't know what to do. You've led us to this point. Now everything we have is gone. Yet some also, Jesus, I mean, the Lord was... Was, was what they were blaming, but David was the Lord's man. And so to take judgment upon David was to say that we feel as if this is wrong to us. This is not fair. We've been fighting for you. The struggle is, is that when you're giving yourself fully and you're doing all you can, you're doing, for lack of better words, you're doing everything right, and then you get hit with a storm, it's never easy. It's never easy. It's never easy. I remember when Indy got the bad news, and I won't tell the whole story again. You've heard the story. I went straight to the church, and I said, Lord, I've, I've dug out this church from nothing. I've worked long hours. We've helped people. We've loved people. 
We've done everything we can, and we built out this building. We've done, we're reaching new people, and now, now my family, now my kid, my, my son. I remember praying and just asking God, Lord, I'm not going to walk away from you, but I need you to step in right now in this situation. I know, I know a little bit about the feeling that I experience. It's different for everybody. We find here that they looked, they'd, they'd wept, they'd done everything they could. David, the Bible says, strengthened himself in the Lord his God. David said to Abiathar the priest, Ahimelech's son, please bring me the ephod, bring it to me. And Abiathar brought the ephod to David. Earlier in David's life, the Bible actually says that he reaches past the ephod and grabs a sword. David had learned something this time that Sometimes you can go fight what's in front of you. You can fight it with a physical sword. You can go and do everything you can. You can fight, but there's other times where you got to leave the sword where it is. And you got to get the ephod. The ephod was a prayer garment. He wrapped it around himself. And he said, you know what? I'm not taking the sword because I'm not going to go fight those men. I'm going to go get an answer from the Lord. I'm going to go find out what I need to do from God. I'm going to go and I'm going to find a place in the, in, in the dirt. I'm going to go find a place where I'm going to kneel down and I'm going to say, God, I don't know why I've been given everything I've got. Just like them and my sons and my daughters and my wife, everything's gone. And I don't know where to go now. But I do know this is this ephod was a, was a symbol of, of I'm submitted and I'm dedicated and I'm not going away. I'm still going to the place of prayer no matter how hard it gets no matter what may come no matter what may not be right no matter what is going to happen in my life I'm always going to go and place this on my back and he encourages himself and the Lord but here's the thing he strengthened himself he encouraged himself and then he got the ephod he didn't get the ephod and then get encouraged there's some days you got to go and say you know what go get the ephod it's going to be okay go get the ephod there's moments you got to have a conversation with yourself to say, go, go and find a place to pray. I know it's tough and I know it's, I know you've not got an answer, but go and find a place to pray. You got to encourage yourself before you pray, because if you walk in prayer broken, if you walk in prayer with discouragement, then you're not going to pray the prayer you need to pray. But if you go in encouragement, if you go strengthen in the Lord and you say, I know now there's no one like the God of Israel. I know now there's no one like my God. I know now nothing can, nothing's too hard for the Lord. I, I know you can when you walk in to a place of prayer in encouraged, an encouraged state of mind. That's when things change. Not just that, but it gives you an, a clear understanding of how you should approach what you're facing. So here he goes. He goes and he takes the ephod. And David inquired of the Lord saying, Shall I pursue this troop? Shall I overtake them? You see, David's prayer was not just for himself. His request was not for himself. And his inquirement was not just for himself. His inquiry, let me say it the correct way. He was looking at all the broken people. And thinking, if I take them now and we face more, it's not going to be easy. So I need to know something. 
I don't want this to be about me. I don't want this to be about my discouragement. I don't want this to be about, well, okay, we'll walk you in and we'll just see how it goes. No, he didn't want that. What he wanted to do was to find a clear word from the Lord, to find out something that's very critical. Is what I'm facing temporary? Because if it's, if there's an end to the season that we're facing, then I need to get up and I need to go. I need to go. And so he asked him that question, should I pursue him? And, and in other words, is it even worth it? Is there a reason for it? Should I pursue and, 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 and should, I, should I do this and, 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 and should I go? And, and so he asked, shall I pursue this troop? Shall I overtake him? And the Lord answered him. And he said this to the first question, pursue. To the second question, for you shall surely overtake them. And he goes on a little bit farther and, 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 and here's what encouragement allows you to hear when you pray and you find what you should pray. There's a step farther that you get in a prayer that begins with an approach, an approach that says he's a big God. There's a step farther you can have because the Lord answers, pursue, and he says, yes, you'll overtake. And then he goes ahead and he deals with the unspoken request. He deals with the fears of man. He deals, deals with the worries of a leader. He deals with the, with the weight of, of guiding and walking people into the unknown. He deals with something that's so critical. The Lord speaks to David from an unspoken prayer request and ministers to his deepest need. And he says this, without fail, you'll recover all. David had to be praying, and I believe this with my whole heart. Lord, I need to know right now, shall I pursue, shall I overtake? Shall I pursue, shall I overtake? And the Lord looked down and said, I know you're doing your best. I know you're doing your absolute best. I know you're trying, and I know you're just a man. I know you're just going through struggles like anybody else, and I know you don't see right now that your kids are fine, the ladies are fine. I know you can't see that right now, but here's what I want to tell you. Take a deep breath. You'll go get them. Go pursue it and overtake them. But here's what I want you to know. They're okay. It's going to be okay without fail. Everything you've lost is coming back. Everything you've gone through is coming back. Everything you've dealt with and every bit of worry and fear and all the struggle and all the, all the, the stuff you've dealt with, it's all going to come back to you. But you've got to get up and you've got to go. You've got to get up and you've got to go. David went, he and the 600 men who were with him came to the brook Bezor where those stayed who were left behind. But David pursued. 200 were left behind. So David and 400 men go forward. The others were weary. They were tired. They had traveled. They'd gone through a lot. They didn't rest. They continued on. Here's a very interesting part of the story. They found an Egyptian in the field and brought him to David. They gave him bread and he ate and they let him drink water. They gave him a piece of cake and two clusters of raisins. When he had eaten, his strength came back to him. And for he had eaten no bread nor drink water for three days and three nights. And David said, to whom do you belong? And and where are you from? And here it is. He said, I am a young man from Egypt. I'm a servant 
the Amalekites. My master left me behind because three days ago I fell sick. Three days ago after we had come in and ravaged Ziklag. Three days ago after we had taken women and children. Three days ago after we walked out after burning the city. I fell sick and I was left here lying. I've had nothing to eat. I've had nothing to drink. I don't, I don't know how exactly, how exactly to understand fully what I believe is the Lord working out something in the middle of chaos, in the middle of all the, the mess that we live. But it takes somebody to get up to encourage yourself to get the right perspective and pray and then to listen to the Lord and go in order to find what the Lord's left on the journey for you to just know you're headed in the right direction. It all starts with me doing one thing. I need to go pray and I need to go pray the right things. I need to go pray and I need to see him the right way. I need to go pray and I'm speaking to myself. There's nobody else in this room that I'm talking to unless you're picking up what I'm ministering to myself about. But I need to go and I need to go think the right things and get my mind right. And I need to go kneel down and pray not to a limited God, but to an all-powerful God. I don't need to go pray to a God that just got surprised with this. No, I need to pray to a God that's, that's the author and the finisher of my faith. I need to pray to a God that's not somewhere on the back side of this earth. No, a, a God that's omnipresent. I need to go pray to that God. I need to pray to a God that flung the stars into space and the one that said, separated the water from the land. I need to pray to a God, a God that lets the sun come up in the morning and the moon come in the evening. I need to pray to a God that when when all of a sudden the the winds begin to to blow and then he began to walk, Jesus walked on the water. He spoke to the wind and the wind ceased. I'm praying to him. When you begin to build up your faith and encourage yourself in the Lord, there's nothing that can stop you as a prayer warrior. When you begin to say, God, you're bigger. There's nothing can, that can stop you from praying a prayer that says, God, I want total and complete healing in Jesus' name. But it all starts with encouragement. And I can't do it for you. And when it matters the most, you can't do it for me. But I've got to get this view of him and this belief I've got to be fully intact To say, this is who he is. And from encouragement, I get the ephod. From the ephod, I get the answer. From the answer, I get direction. From direction, I get just an understanding that there is somebody in the way. He says, three days ago, I fell sick. We made an invasion in the south, uh, southern area. The Cherethites, the territory which belongs to Judah. And he's talking about, he says, we burned burn Ziklag with fire. And David said to him, can you take me down to this troop? He said, so he said, I swear to me by my God that you will neither kill me nor deliver me into the hands of my master. And I will take you. And when he had brought him, he goes and he walks straight to where they are. And they recovered. Let me just help you understand one more time the beginning steps of recovery is the opposite 
of discouragement. It's encouraging, or other translations say it this way, strengthening myself in the Lord. Would you stand to your feet right now? I know this has been a little bit different tonight. I'm going to ask you right now, if you will, if you feel comfortable doing so, if you'll just, I know we prayed together, but if you'll just take a moment, and, and, and you can pray on your own too if you want. I don't want to force you to do anything. But if you feel to do so right now, would you join with somebody? And I wish for a moment right now you'd begin to just speak out from your mouth how big he is, how strong he is, how great he is. Begin to declare that he is a healer, that he is a provider, that he is a help, that he is your strength. Can you just begin to lift him up with your words right now and just begin to begin to understand how great he is, how strong he is? In Jesus, in your name, in Jesus' name, God, you are holy. You're righteous, God. You see all. You know all. You're able to do all, God. You can change any situation, God. You're all-powerful. You're omniscient, God. You're omnipresent, Lord. God, there's no mountain that's too big for you. There's no valley that's too low for you. There's no sinner that's too far for you, God. You're able to do all. You're able to do all, God. Jesus, in your name, God, I pray, help us. God, we ask right now, Lord, in this posture of prayer right now, God, we pray, Lord, now. We pray to a God that can do all. We pray to a God that has all. We pray to a God that can change any situation. We pray right now, let healing flow. We pray to a God that is able. We ask you right now, let it happen in needs that we brought to you, God. Let it happen. God, I pray, speak to whatever it is and let it be gone. Speak to whatever's come against us and let it be gone. Speak to whatever whatever situation, whatever sickness, whatever disease, God, we pray. In the name of Jesus, we pray, let it be gone right now, God. We rebuke it and we declare your name above it, God, your power and your strength and your life and your blood, we ask right now to be applied to every need. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name.